Before we get into today's chat, we'd like to begin by acknowledging the traditional owners and custodians of the land on which we record this podcast today, the peoples of the Kulin Nation. As always, we pay our respects to their elders past and present. Welcome to Talking in Common, a podcast of all things lifestyle, family, relationships, well-being, kids and culture. This is not a how-to, but an insight into the lives of ourselves and others and how we all manage to get by. Hosted by myself, Kate Gadinsky, and my co-host, Sophie Panton. Take a listen and let's find out what we all have in common. Big shout out to today's episode sponsor, Help at Hand, bringing you life-saving education and information for your tiny humans. Here we are, here we are, here we are. Back. How are you today, my dear? Ah, you know. (laughs) Another day with a basketball in your belly. Another day with a, I think it's a bit bigger than a basketball now. Yeah, it's huge. I feel like it could just pop out of me at any moment. Mm. Wouldn't that be great if it just pops out? (laughs) I don't know, would it? So I've decided I'm going to breathe the baby out. I'm going to push it out. I'm going to okay. Out, okay. Okay. That's very zen of you. But no, no, that's what they say. I know. Like that really aggressive pushing so bad. could split you open. I've totally done really aggressive pushing before. <laughs> mm-hmm. I went to bed thinking about that all nice and calm. I was thinking about different breathing exercises. Mm. Didn't do my usual scrolling or watching like Good trashy you. TV. Do you mm. think I slept better? No. Mm. Isn't that frustrating? I woke up thinking about breathing out the baby at 1.44am. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's very frustrating when you do all the right things before your bedtime, like do a really good, healthy, wholesome bedtime oh. routine, and then you still don't sleep well. It's like, oh, what's the point? <laughs> very frustrating. Anyway, how are you? I'm good. Like, this is a good time to be recording because, like, I'm feeling good. I'm in a good mood and I feel really frazzled lately. Mm. I think, you know, again, for a bit of context for everyone, we're pre-recording a couple of episodes. So, yes, currently Kate's still pregnant, but when we release this, she probably would have had the baby a month. Probably. I better have had the baby by then. Yeah. You're very overdue. (laughs) So, if some of what we talk about, the timeline seems a little bit out, that's why we're trying to get organised. But, yeah, I've got a new routine because I moved recently and I have the kids at home with me a lot more. Mm. Honey's gone from doing like three days of childcare and kinder to just doing sessional community kinder. So she does two and a half hours twice a week, which is just more inconvenient That's than anything not much else. at all. And Ren has daytime sleep, so I've like got to wake him up and take him with me. Anyway, whatever. I'm trying to settle her in. She's loving it. I found a great kinder and – you know, it's just more for her and more to get her in the routine. And like, I'm so disorganized. I just didn't have her signed up to enough kinders to get <laughs> <laughs> to get started before all. we got here. So I'm just like at home in the house with the kids a lot. 24-7 basically? Yeah, 24-7, 24-7. And look, I love some of the chaotic moments. I love being with my babies. Like I truly love it and I feel so grateful and privileged that I can stay mm. home with them. Yeah. But fuck, they push your buttons. Like, oh my God, they just it's just really hard some days. It's actually incredibly stressful being at home with kids that often. Yeah. Actually you sent me like a reel or something recently about 
the cortisol levels that a mother experiences, the stress levels are like higher than, I don't know, what was that real? Something about that, but something about how stressful being the parent at home with kids is. Yeah. It's very, very consuming. Your buttons get pushed a lot. Mm. And it, it is, it's like, it's really hard work. And as you said, like as much as there's the most incredible, beautiful, special, precious moments you'll never mm. get back. Mm. It's bloody hard work. Yeah, yeah, it's just hard. It just is. And I don't want to have to back it up by saying like I'm not complaining because I know a lot of our audience will be with me on this, you know. They'll be like, yeah. I know, it's hard. <laughs> and you can say it. it's okay. To, it's okay to be honest about it. Yeah. Forget about this like cancel culture, you know. You can't say this because. Yeah, you'll sound oh, ungrateful. So you'll sound yeah. it, yeah. Yeah, the reality is like, yes, I do love it, but some days I've yelled at my little children and I feel awful about that, but they push you to a point where you can't control it. Like I know there's been this like mum rage talk going around a bit and honestly I've, yeah, honestly I've like kind of been on board, like, yeah, I get it, I get really stressed and you get a bit frustrated, but like I fully yelled one day and it frightened me. I was like, where did that come from? That was actually really out of my normal character. Kind of just takes over, I think. It just takes over you. Oh, my God. Like I could feel it boiling inside me some days. I think it's okay and I think it's totally normal. And then you just kind of say to them, I'm really sorry that mummy, Mm. or you don't even have to actually apologise. You know what, we Mm. shouldn't have to apologise to show our emotions, but, you know, maybe talk to them about it afterwards, Ren have no idea what you're talking about. Um, (laughs) You know, I suppose it's good for them to see Mm. all different emotions. But yeah, mum rage can be pretty next level. (laughs) Yeah, it's full on. Sorry, I'm not laughing at you. I've definitely been there a few hundred times. Yeah, a few hundred. Okay, good. That makes me feel better. (laughs) It makes you feel any better. (gasps) Yeah. But anyway, I'm having a good day today. I think because I slept well last night. Oh, Sorry, gosh. I know you're not sleeping well at the no, moment. No, that's okay. You've literally not slept for like the last year. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, deserve some, you deserve some sleep. Yeah. So, yeah, happy to be doing this. Happy to be looking at your pretty face, my doll. What have we got in common? I was thinking you recently got something back. Mm. Have you got your period? Were you in sync? Oh, you're pregnant, my period, oh, my but God. I'm pregnant. <laughs> oh, lol. You're Sorry, pregnant. I'm just sharing with everyone that you got your period back. Hooray! <laughs> but, no, I was just thinking about hormones and mood swings and, like, how have mm. you been feeling since it came back? The only reason I'm going to say we have that in common is because when you told me that the other day, I've been such a moody biatch, mm. like, so moody these last few days. Yeah. So. So the hormones. The is hormones are running hot. Yeah. I've got the cycle hormones. You've got the preggy hormones. I can't believe I just asked you if you had your period. Duh. Actually, that's interesting. When did you get your period back? Like how long ago? Yeah. So funnily, I got it exactly the same time that I got it back the last time. So almost one year to the date, Yeah, I got it back with honey and the same time this time. So I consider myself lucky not getting it back for that long. But have you found the mum rage like worse the week that you've had your period? I don't know. I, I've only been through one cycle. I've only had okay, it once. Yeah. So Hard to I don't know yet. And we were all really sick that week with oh. gastro. Oh, so. God, was it the week you had gastro? Yeah. It oh. really took me back to, I don't know if anyone oh, listening you had a has also. gone down there, babe. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if anyone has also listened to my birth story, but remember the gastro after the childbirth oh. sitch? And now I had. My first period while having gastro, oh so God. maybe I'm just forever jinxed. But that yeah, it was um, a lot messy to say the least. But th- that was like you know I can care for myself. <laughs> I'm a grown up, like that's okay. <laughs> but looking after two kids with gastro, the 
oh, when you feel sick in your stomach yourself, it's actually so rotten. It's oh. just disgusting, you know? Well, like, oh. When I had it recently, and I we don't really want to talk about gastro, do we? But when I had it recently, when I was about 30 weeks pregnant, so a couple of months ago, mm. I literally could not move. Like, obviously, mm. I had to move to get up to go and vomit shit. every two seconds and shit. <laughs> everything, like, everything was happening. Not oh. to mention my bloody pelvic floor not being, you oh. know, oh. in the strongest condition at 30 weeks yeah. pregnant with your third baby. Yeah. Oh. But, yeah, I, I don't, I physically would not have been able to look after anybody. I could barely look mm. after myself. So, yeah. Yeah, it's oh. nasty. Yeah. But anyway, yes, I got my period back. Woo! Yay. And um, you know what that means. I know <laughs> that's the only thing that waiting for a year holds you back from baby making. <gasps> oh my god, are you ready to baby make? Well, I was a little bit excited. Are you pregnant? I got my period. I was a little bit excited when I got my period. Oh my because god! Because I thought, well, at least now I know that it's that's time. a possibility. I think it's the universe. Oh my god, we miss like we we're so close to having babies together. I know, I know. We're just like tag team. We're kind we're of tag team, tag team with babies. For, yeah, which is kind of annoying because it would have been better to like be pregnant and sober together rather than I like know. you know. I came out of the pregnancy and I was like, "Woo, let's party!" <laughs> and you were like, no, "I'm pregnant." Yeah, and then vice yeah, versa. I was all like, "No, I'm not drinking. I'm yeah, getting, yeah, getting all healthy." Yeah, but how's me getting all healthy? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think I've got that healthy, yeah, how's really. Your, how's your pizza for lunch? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I, I'm going to probably have pizza for dinner tonight, I think, so thank you for that. That's a really good idea. Mm. Yeah, well, it's funny actually. So talking about baby making, because we have spoken about this a little bit. I'm just totally sharing for you, babe, so mm. you can stop me at any moment. But oh, God. I found anyway making that decision to have a third baby because asked me a couple of years ago and I was like, no way. Mm. I'm having two babies. We're done. That's it. Shopping's mm. closed. Mm. And then I had this like complete 360 and mm. all of a sudden really wanted to have a third baby. You've never been like, I only want two babies anyway. No, my shop's never been closed. Your shop's never been closed. <laughs> it's very open. But no, but you, you have sort of been saying that you just, you don't know which way to go. And that's tricky. Well, it's a hard decision to make, I think. Yes, it is. It's one of the hardest decisions that Women, even men, couples have to make in their lives. I mean, particularly women of age, baby-making age. I totally respect the women that decide just not to at all, Mm. you know, because even though they might feel so strongly about not having children at all, there's something like very natural and maternal just innately in us that gives us certain feelings and instincts so I you know I do really respect the women that just make a choice like no this is a lifestyle choice I'm not maternal that's not what I want blah blah blah. because like you said there's this weird female Mm. maternal inkling that comes back physical isn't like it's so physical that feeling feeling like that urge Mm. but look I'll be completely honest yes I would love to have another child But in saying that, I don't want to do it just because my ovaries tell me that I want to. I Mm. want to only if my partner and my children also want it because I feel like if you only follow your own personal instincts, it's probably the same with anything in life, and the other person's not on board with you fully, then someone's going to resent it or there's always going to be an open door for blaming or 
you know, and also there's just all the considerations, you know, it puts a lot of pressure on your relationship. It takes me out of working for longer, which puts financial stress on my partner. You know, all of the considerations are valid in making a decision. So as much as I would love to just follow my instincts, there's a lot of other factors and considerations in it. So we'll see. Don't know. See what happens. We'll see what happens. Might be pregnant by the time this episode's released. Hopefully. He's <laughs> <laughs> hoping. No, I know. Yeah, it, it, is, it, is, a really, one. it, it is a really big decision. And as you said, like, you know, factoring in your family, your partner, your kids. Mm. And like pregnancy is bloody hard work. Takes oh, like I don't want to be pregnant again. Oh, yeah. Pregnancy is full on. But mm. every pregnancy is different. Have to say, but it is hard work, and like I just even finding now, like I'm just so exhausted that I just don't have the energy to do a lot of the normal things that I do, mm. and that's like that can be hard for young kids to understand that as well. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, that's true. Yeah, do you feel sometimes a bit like you're missing out on, you know, if you're just too tired or too sore or too emotional or whatever to partake in your normal family activities? Are you feeling yeah. like you're missing out? I don't feel like I'm missing out so much, but sometimes I just wish I had more energy to, to actually want to do to, to do more, but I don't have long to go. So I did get up the other day and went, oh, and Lulu, my youngest goes, oh, is it your pelvis, mummy? I was like, clearly I've mentioned a lot that my pelvis is sore because my yeah. four-year-old is talking about my pelvis. Pelvis, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, we'll see more on this at a later date. We don't have a specific topic or theme to talk about in this episode today. We just thought, you know, it's been a while since we just have had a good old yarn about what we've been up to and, you know, we have a lot more listeners now and some audience members that maybe just don't know that much about us. So we just thought why not just have a good old chat, catch up and also give a little recap on our wellbeing mini series being that we released recently because it was a totally new experience for us it's something that was a really amazing exciting opportunity something very out of my personal comfort zone so i'm very like proud of doing something that felt quite uncomfortable and and out of my comfort zone you couldn't tell you totally nailed it Oh, thanks, babe. What do they say? Fake it till you make it. A few rashes later and you were right. Yeah, you know, this is what I needed to wear. While Sorry, we when filming. I say rashes, so tends to get a bit of a nervous rash sometimes. Mm. Or- yeah, uh, you've told everyone yes, numerous but I just, but I times. I a few rashes Thank later. You. Like I don't want people to think you get like, <laughs> not that it matters. <laughs> like if you get, yeah, but I just mean like, you know, like a nervous rash on your neck or sometimes <laughs> when you have a few drinks, you get like a red rash. <laughs> But thank you, babe. Thank you for pointing that out again. It was very out of your comfort zone, so well done. Hmm. Thank you. Okay, let's take a breather for a minute to talk about a vital part of the health and safety of our children. Now, we have spoken about help at hand before, but it really is so important to be educated when it comes to the health and safety of our kids. Yeah, we're very happy to be sharing this information with you because... Help at Hand does provide life-saving education for your little humans and is an amazing resource for all parents and carers. Help at Hand has created a place to educate, inform and help direct you to the resources and right professionals if and when the need arises. So no more confusion and worry. The best part is you can now jump onto their website and get instant access to an online course. So good. You can do it like anywhere, anytime, online, on your own, with your partner, with your grandparents, like amazing resource. The 10-module course will unlock the knowledge and skills 
in you to ensure you know what to do in any accident, injury, illness or emergency. But the best part, it really empowers you to feel confident and calm in an emergency situation and let you trust your gut instincts, which we all need a bit more of that empowerment. So to find out more and book yourselves in today, head to www.helpathandeducation.com.au. Now we all know where to go for the right support. Let's get back to the episode. It was a very different experience for us, in particular with this project, talking yeah. common. But something yeah. that, you know, we actually spoke about doing something like this. I think you mentioned a couple of years ago, we said, imagine if in this amount of time we're doing this, like we're filming a little series and we actually brought it to life. So Yeah, go us. Go Let's us. do a virtual high five. There was a few other little things, I think, that that were on our kind of wish list and I think like we've achieved mm. a couple of them this year so it's a good feeling. Yeah, our humble little podcast project is very fulfilling in lots of ways. So, yeah, we're, we're grateful for you, all you guys tuning in and, you know, the wonderful people from amazing businesses and brands that we've connected with that support us to do this now, you know, for the miniseries in particular. Swiss was so on board with helping us bring this to life and we're really proud that every episode and particularly this miniseries is completely Auslan translated and it was so special to have our translators in person in studio with us so much better we don't a part have of that. that yeah yeah so, so that was a real highlight for me personally nay and kelly if you're listening to this episode it was yeah. so lovely to have you there with us yeah we loved it. And obviously, you know, we had some great guests. I mean, I learned so much from just from these conversations. And for me, maybe one of like the biggest takeaways that I had, and these are all things that maybe subconsciously we kind of know, but it's good to have reminders was that mm. it's all about connection with people. Yeah. I think how important the- actual physical connection, like, Mm. Cons- and consistency within that connection, mm. within your relationships with people, not just like your partner, but your relationship with your friends and with your family and actually supporting people but being there consistently, I think mm. is just. Yeah, it was interesting, wasn't it? Because we spoke to three different guests and the overall theme of it was well-being, and in particular like mental health. We put yep. a survey out more targeted at our deaf and hard of hearing audience because being an Auslan translated podcast, we wanted to create something really accessible for them in particular, but of course, you know, for everyone in general. So that was our sort of theme focus. So we spoke to Josh about social well-being. Yeah. We spoke to Katie about physical education yeah. and physical health and well-being. The connection between mind and body and being active and how much of a positive impact that mm. really does have on your mental health. I um, loved learning all about that. And then yeah. Yana about community and connection and the theme between all of those very different conversations was, yeah, all around sort of connection and accountability because it's one thing to like have a friendship or have a connection with someone but, you know, showing up and then following up I think is so meaningful with relationships. So, yeah, it was interesting that that became like a common thread. But what was it about well-being that you personally wanted to explore because obviously we put the survey out and we found that that's what our community wanted but also Mm. we have a real invested interest in well-being as well. 
So what was it for you? I mean, I think what makes up, you know, someone's well-being, it's a very, it's a very individual thing. There's often a lot of common factors that kind of contribute to someone having an overall great sense of well-being. But I think like with this project, I really kind of wanted to explore and learn how to, I guess, understand myself better, understand the things that really make me feel mm. good, really make me sort of thrive. You know, learning, I guess, to be, which we talk about a lot more, compassionate to myself, but also to others as well, like seeing things from a different perspective, which our three guests, as much as there was that kind of common thread between them and what we sort of took from the conversations, like it was just great to hear things from another perspective, mm. like three yeah, completely totally. different perspectives. And, you know, also kind of exploring that thing of not being afraid to kind of sit with uncomfortable emotions and feelings. Mm. Yes, because, love that. Like that's how we evolve and grow through things and I guess not like not striving for perfection, just a bit of a balanced state mm. of mind. I think I did gain quite a lot from doing this. Yeah, me too. It's so interesting. I just find people so fascinating and, yeah, I love learning from others as well. But I totally agree with you on not sort of striving for perfection. And, in fact, like I've learned that even just striving for happiness mm. is not realistic and that contentment is more what I'm looking for long term these days. Mm. There's so many highs and lows that life throws at you and happiness looks like joy and positive thinking and even laughter, which isn't just like a long-term consistent state of being. It's not realistic, is it, to be one thing all the time? You can't be like that all the time. Like life wouldn't allow it. So contentment's more long-lasting and it's more peaceful and it's more about gratitude and satisfaction and they're the things that I'm driven to being more comfortable and that's where I want to be more than just happy all the time. So, mm. yeah. That, being content. Content, yeah. And that's kind of where a little bit of where the name of being evolved from, like, you know, not always being well. It's not al always yeah. about well-being but it's just about being. Being in the moment. Being in the moment, yeah. Trying to be more mindful, be in the moment, you know, not yeah. always wanting more. Just be, you know, just be content. Be, yeah. 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 Welcome to being, sorry if anyone who's listening has watched our videos, you will know that at the start, <laughs> or at the end of the start, sorry, the end of the intro at the start, we say welcome to being. <laughs> but also because it's the one word that you find really difficult to spell and okay. I just find it such a lull every time. <laughs> It's B-E-I-N-G, the spelling of the miniseries. Thank you. Oh, yes, sometimes I, I confuse my B-E-E-N-S <laughs> with my B-E-I-N-Gs. I'm going to blame pregnancy, but I was clearly oh marking it up well before I was pregnant. Oh, it's just so funny. Like I'm not oh, saying that you can't so spell, funny. but it's like the one word that you always mix up. So then when we kind of came up with that name for the series, oh my, I was like, oh, this is going to be hilarious because Kate's going to spell it wrong every no, time. I have not spoke. I have uh, not spoke it wrong, but, yes, I do always fuck it up. So, so funny. Anyway. Anyway, if you guys haven't watched the video miniseries there's also the full episodes as audio episodes as well but go and check it out the guests were amazing Kate and I were amazing <laughs> no, the guests in particular are amazing and I must say it was very highly produced I must say it was say. very highly produced <laughs> no all three of them though like Josh Katie and Yana they're all making a really positive contribution to society and that's so important and we chose these three people because we we're really interested in all the work that they do and 
we just wanted to learn more about them and we wanted, mm. you know, you guys to be able to hear, access them. And- access them, yeah, mm. and hear more from them. So they were all great. So thank you so much, guys, for doing it. Mm, yeah, thank we you. We really appreciate it. Yeah, if yeah, you're listening. We loved it. If you, yeah, if you're listening. <laughs> so now just back to us for a minute, hey? Okay, yeah. I just was thinking about that hilarious story that you were telling me last night about your new hobby. Can you tell us oh, about your new hobby, babe? Oh, my God, this makes me like, am I, is this, is this where my life is at? Like, okay. <laughs> I don't have a new hobby, although I always feel like I need new hobbies. Like, my husband has a lot of hobbies. He's like a, he's probably going to be like, he's no, a hobaholic. Hobaholic. <laughs> um, but no, but the other day I was, in this like I guess like a real nesting mode and I was like trying to prep all these things for the week I know a lot of people just do that on Sundays anyway but I was it was like next level I'd got all these new like containers out and I was like chopping up fruit and vegetables and having everything all sorted and I was stocking my pantry and I was like baking Mm. and I was oh super mum I don't know just like cleaning around the house I also had like Mm. a pinched nerve so I should have just been (laughs) lying down um, at you know 37 weeks pregnant but no I was Mm. just like in this mode I could not stop and my seven-year-old came over to me and she's like, so, Mum, got a new hobby, do we? Mm, cool. Yeah, I saw you doing this last week too. You really liked to, you know, chop the fruit and veggies and pop them in the fridge. She's like, okay, cool. Yep, new hobby. <laughs> okay, thanks, Nina. Actually, well, oh I don't know if God, I would call I chopping up and <laughs> chopping up, like, you know, organising fruit and vegetables and snacks in containers oh for the week a hobby, God. but... She must think I'm really cool. Cool. Oh, my God. And just the chewed that came with it. I'm not even exaggerating. That's kind of how she said it. Like she was just trying to make like, you know, that cool conversation. She was just like, yeah, mom. Yeah, cool. Yep. Yeah, awesome. I'm loving all the stories from her age now and how you were saying like how she likes to do her hair. It's really like taking me back to me at that age. What are the things that you're finding that make you feel like, oh, my God, I was like that at that age or like the hair strips, like – and we used to call them slut rags. Oh, babe, I, I didn't, excuse me. I, I know I don't want to say that because she's so so young. But remember, we did. It's an you awful saying. Those little like, um, yeah, the chokers. chokers. No, no, yeah. no, no. But she she is into like all the girls are into like having those two kind of like really thin bits of hair at the front. Yeah, and her hairstyles, and she likes to like do her hair herself. It's really interesting. I'm I'm really enjoying this age with her. Like at the moment, we've been having a really good couple of weeks. But she's kind of at that thing where. I still get glimpses of like she's still my little baby but at the same time like she's growing up so quick. Yeah. When I take her to school now, she's a bit like, I'm like you know, do you want me to walk you in, do this, cuddles? And she's a bit more like. Mm. Uh, Too yeah. cool. She's, Too cool she's so, it. she's very like gentle. So she's still like, um, yeah, if you want. But it, clearly she doesn't want me to be hugging her and kissing Aww. her. But at home she's so affectionate. But she's also at that age where we can have some really great conversations and. Then comes with it the flip side of, you know, you're dealing with different challenges and different emotions and kind of every age is a different stage with different mm. different things to learn and, you know, she's my first born so, you know, we learn everything. We learn so much through her. But, yes, it is a beautiful age. I was actually saying to Mackie earlier, I was just like, oh, she's just, it's just so good at the moment. Like I'm really loving the connection. Yeah. Let's go with that word that, that I'm having with Nina. I feel like she's in a really good stage. Mm. So loving that. Yeah. How does she listen to, like, so I remember around seven, I was like obsessed with 
making up dances with my oh, friends. Oh, yeah, and she's all about that. She yeah, so home. how do they and, – and I remember like sitting with the tape recorder and waiting for like my favourite Spice Girl song to come on so you could record it so then you could replay it on your tape. You remember doing that? Oh, yeah, she's, so she's so into doing she, dances How do and kids stuff. listen to music like – I suppose, kind of like on iPad. So we like actually, she does have like some uh, Spotify and stuff we've put on her iPad, which she's actually not allowed her iPad all the time. But, okay, but when she does have it, yeah, she's like literally half the time when we let them have it, I'll, mm. she'll be walking around with the headphones on, listening to music, like she yeah. loves it. Yeah. But yeah, she came home the other day, and her and her bestie have done this full dance to Miley Cyrus "Flowers," and they went to ask the teacher if they're allowed to perform an assembly. No like, way. That's oh my pretty God. brave. That's, that's so brave. Good on you. Yeah, so she, go apparently girls. they're going to be doing that soon. So she's pretty excited about that. Oh, my God. I remember doing the first like school dance performance and it was at a reasonably new school. It was when I moved from the country to the city and I got together with a group. It was actually mixed girls and boys and we did a performance to Barbie Girl. <gasps> on stage at like the school Sounds fair. It's actually so inappropriate if you listen to the lyrics. Yeah. But so I'm with you, Mins. I'm totally, you know, up for the dance performance. And she has also come home and asked me about like, can, can we do like TikTok dances? I'm like, number one, uh, I don't have TikTok. Number two, yeah. there is absolutely no way I am letting you on TikTok. Yeah. The so. TikTok dances are actually so hard to learn too. I remember during lockdown. You like, try and learn a few. Well, Aiden loves dance and he's quite good. So I was like, we could actually do this and it could be really fun. But we tried to do one and it took us like half an hour just to learn the first two moves. And then we're like, no, we don't have time for this. (sighs) Too hard, basket. The new TikTok sensations, Sophie and Aiden. (laughs) Stop it. (laughs) There's actually the best like two parents and I think they're both dance coaches. Yeah. And um, I think I must follow them on Instagram or something because I don't really use TikTok either. But they do the, these dances and they've always got like the kids in the front or the back, but they're like unbelievable kind of hip hop dances and they do the best routines. I'm like, oh, that's so cool. Like goals. We actually did a family dance. So it was during lockdown. It was when Nina was in prep and they it was like an activity thing they asked you to do. And I kind of thought, oh, my God, we've got to do this. And I was really like, I've got to get it done, thinking it was it wasn't like a compulsory task, but I kind of thought like you had to do it. Yeah. I don't know how many other people did it, but the prep teacher literally told me it was the highlight of her year. She's like, it has been so good. We did this full ta- dance to Uptown Funk. I'll have to find it and I just don't I know if I'm going to share it. But I will send it to you, Soph. And I remember oh it. You God. put the disco lights on do, and everything. Do, 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 do. I think like Mackie and I both had like four shots of tequila before doing it. <laughs> And it was just, it was actually no quite funny. No wonder you're all so into it. Um, anyway. Oh, so fun. So good. So fun. Anything else? Look, I think I need to just go and put my legs up, to be honest. Yeah. Actually, I need to you, practice you probably need squatting. To I need to get this baby to turn. Not turn. I'm, oh, not in, okay. I'm in posterior. Do a bit of a flip. Okay. I don't need him to turn. Okay. All right. So need to. You need to do a bit of those upside down inversions. movements. Inversions. Yeah. Yeah. All right, go girl. Get it moving. You do it. Really need to wee. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I can't I eat anything because I've eaten enough today and my stomach is so full. I'm going to get yeah. heartburn in a minute. Go and get some lollies. <gasps> yeah. Unfortunately, as much as I'm loving this chat, I think we need to wrap it <laughs> up because done. I now have <laughs> the chat's done. 
over. I now have my honey girl mascot behind me and Ren is currently crying, waking uh, up from his nap. So <laughs> love you, but Keep the mum rage at bay this afternoon, please, babe. Thank you. I'll try. No, you look very calm, cool and collected. Yeah, no, that's what I said at the start. I was excited to do this today. Maybe it's a like a good time of day to actually record. All right. Enough about love that. Love you, girl. Love you. Love Bye. everyone. Talk soon. Bye. That's it for today. Make sure you head to incommonprojects.com.au for the show notes. Hit subscribe on your podcast app and follow us on Instagram at Talking In Common. Or you can check out our Facebook page, which is also Talking In Common. Have a lovely day and as always, thanks for listening.